When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi everybody, welcome back to the Gallagher Shots YouTube and podcast channel and welcome back to episode 10 of Canny Chatter. It is episode 10 this week. I'm sorry I did get it wrong last week. Um, so if you were seeing the title and then hearing the audio, it was had episode 9 in the title and episode 10 in the audio and I do apologise. But this is the 10th episode. Um, we are back with Canny Chatter. I'm Scott. I'm your host for this one. And we have the original lineup for the first time in a long time. Uh, we're joined by Joe, Harry, and Ian. Boys, how are we all doing on this fine Thursday evening? Joe, let's come to you first, mate. Good evening, mate. Yeah, doing really well and a pleasure to be back as always. Looking forward to chatting a load of consoir on this one. A load of talk with you lads. Just a load of canniness. Lo- lo- load of sugar. Load of, yeah. load of canniness. Harry. Load of canniness. Looking very yes, chiseled there, not that, not that anyone can see because uh, it's audio only, um, but he has had his heat sharpened, he has bought some Velcro pillows, he's looking very fresh. Turkey, had some plastic surgery, Botox, a lot. Um, no, I'm doing good, it's a, it's, a, it's a new record for me, so I'd like a bit of a round of applause. Two in a row, what an outstanding number. Sensational. So, yeah, very happy to be back for, what, what how many weeks ago was it? Two weeks ago? Is it every two weeks? Yep, it's every two weeks. Nice. Every two weeks. There you are then, fortnightly. There you are. But back, two in a row for once, I think. Or it, it could be one week and six days, according to Ian. Isn't that right, Ian? Um, oh, <laughs> don't, no, hold on. I'm, I'm one million percent right in this. Right. I was I was going to say, when everyone was wishing Mark a happy birthday, or oh, why aren't you wishing it his birthday tomorrow? But uh, that ship sailed. But I was right. Um, I'm I'm right in what I was saying. So basically, for the listeners, yeah, do you want to explain what what you're talking um, about? Yeah. <laughs> so it was the thirtieth, wasn't it? That was the date I gave, which is mm-hmm. in. Did did we say it was oh, right? Yeah. So it was on. It was, on, was it, it Monday? Was it, it Monday? Was a week and six days, and you said you class that as two weeks. But oh. everyone else said. Oh, I was two weeks on. and six days, and you said two three weeks. weeks and, yeah. And I said it would be two weeks. My my actual saying would be two weeks on Sunday is how I would address that. But everyone was saying, well, it's three weeks. But my argument is it's not three full weeks. It's less than that. So it's not three weeks. Even if it was two weeks and six days, it is still two weeks. Two full weeks have to pass. If three full weeks pass, you went past the date. So I'm right. Anyways. I do, I do just, want to, I just want to clarify one thing before we move on, because we will move on away from this. Uh, Ian didn't give us the choice. For two weeks, of, on yeah, Sunday. yeah. He only gave us the choice of two or three weeks. weeks in his little mini tune polls that he wants to be in the WhatsApp group. So, um, no I just one chose do polls. two weeks in six days. Uh, sorry, two weeks on Sunday because we didn't have that option. Anyways, we'll move on. Um, 
Before we get started with our topics today, boys, has anybody been listening, watching, playing or reading anything new this week? Uh, feel free to just chime in. I've just started watching Daisy Jones and the Six. I'm sorry, Daisy Jones what? and the Six? What? No. Is that like a Debbie Does Dallas? No, man, it's um, it's, it's uh, Daryl mentioned it a few weeks ago. It's that show on Prime. It's like, it's basically like a, it's set like a documentary, but it's all stages. Obviously, not a real band, but it's um, it's about this 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 band that basically forms in the seventies, and it's like Fleetwood Mac esque. Oh, um, right. and it's been yeah. it's it's sort of a bit it's a bit of like a biopic, bit of a documentary style thing. It's really cool, really well done. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm only on episode two, but uh, really interesting. Yeah. Uh, besides that, whilst whilst I'm talking, uh, watched Asteroid City in the cinemas uh, a couple of weeks ago, which was really interesting. Uh, have any of you lads seen it yet? Nope. I think it's just come on Prime. Um, Wes Anderson. So cinematography was fantastic, as always, with him. Story was a bit all over the shop, I think. I mean, I mean Wes Anderson's kind of is. But um, have you seen Grand Budapest Hotel? No, watch no, it. That's well. fantastic. <laughs> Jesus Christ, lads, get cultured. Uh, <laughs> no, well, uh, watch uh, Grand Budapest Hotel, if nothing else. But no, Story City was very interesting. Weird film, weird film, but uh, quite cool. Hmm. I'm, uh, I'm just waiting for Barbie Heimer. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Ian's looking very confused. Barbie and Oppenheimer. He's still looking no, very no, confused. No, <laughs> Jesus. Barbie as in the, the, the doll. The film, you know, as there's in, a as in the film, film that's coming out. out. Yeah, yeah. On the same day as Oppenheimer, the Christopher Nolan film. I don't know what Oppenheimer it's, is. It's it's about uh, the creation of the atom bomb. Oh right, so you said Barbie and Barbie Heimer. Yeah, yeah, Barbie Heimer. So, because it's coming out on the same day, and people are making a big day of it, where they oh, what's the order of it? Um, I think it's it's something like you wake up, black coffee and a cigarette, watch Oppenheimer. Go get bottomless brunch, get drunk, and then go see Barbie in the evening. Sounds like a good day. Yeah, I know. You can't really do it the other way around. I think that would be a little bit, a little bit uh, risky. End on but... a downer. End on a downer. You definitely no, don't want to thing. go to bed with black coffee and a cigarette. No. Well, it depends. I know your days went to be honest, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Thomas Shelby learned how to sit off a nuke. Yep. Apparently, though, you've got to go and see that and, and get it in the 70 millimeter black and white yeah. IMAX version. Yeah. Which, yeah. Go and see it however you want to see it. I'll wait for it to come on DVD, to be honest. It's, I don't think there's going to be that much special effects or anything for it, but apparently it's shot really well. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to that myself, actually. Um, I watched the new Tom Segura stand up on Netflix. If you haven't seen it, it's very good. Um, he's the guy who does Two Bears, One Cave with Bert Kreischler who I saw in Amsterdam a few weeks ago, a few months ago now. Um, so that was good. I also, I've actually watched a few things on Netflix, not not on Apple TV, which is a bit different for me. Um, like rubbish, like it's crap, crap TV, but it's stuff I like. There's a one where they, they've built a car chop shop right on the Mexican border. And they send these two guys over to Mexico to buy these old cars because they're cheaper than getting them in the US, bring the cars back, do them up, pimp my ride style, little bit, not as much, like they don't put like TVs in the mud flaps and stuff like they used to do on pimp my ride. Um, and um, yeah, they sell the cars and, and and it's just one of them. It's okay, but for me, they don't tell you enough about what they've done with the car. There's like, 
we're going to put this engine in. It's this engine. And they'll put the engine in. It's like, we're going to paint it this color. And then he paints it this color. And then you see the car and it's got like all these rims on. They've done the entire interior. Don't mention any of it. So, um, yeah, I can't remember what it's called, but it's on Netflix. And I think if you watch the previews on Netflix, when you flick along, you'll you'll know what it is because it, I don't think there's anything like it. But, uh, yeah, it's just kind of a mindless watch. Nothing really uh, worth spoiling your day for. But they they're are the, the best. best. Yeah, when you can right. just like, I've, I've just started rewatching in between. I think I said on the last one, you can just sit and do whatever you mm. want and just have it on in the background, and it's fantastic. Also, back on last week, I'm flying through Ted Lasso like there's no tomorrow. Half good, of our it? episodes will be the death mm. of my sleeping pattern because just like brrr, done, brrr, done. There's no, there's no bit where you have to like pay attention. It is unbelievable, yeah. Ted Lasso. I can't stand the football. Don't get us wrong, but. Uh, Sensational and uh, season one, Danny Rojas. Uh, season one, ah, Danny cool. Rojas, Rojas, Danny That's... Rojas. Football is love, football is life. Yeah, it's so good. What a blow! So good, excellent. Um, yeah. I've also been playing that only up still. I still haven't got to the top. Um, I only see videos of that on TikTok. Um, it's I'll, I feel like I would get so addicted to that. Yeah, I can only play. It I just for keep like... seeing. I keep seeing that video of the uh, the pizza or something. Yeah, the, yeah, the bit where you jump, on, you jump it. on it. Yeah, Aye. I haven't got that far yet, but now I know it's oh, there. Fair. It's kind of, yeah, but it's yeah, it's um, it's because it's junky, right? It's just some guys made it in his bedroom in Unreal Engine. So, um, well, they've the controls... recreated Fortnite, haven't they? Yeah, it's uh. I don't know, but it's 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 something that I play for a few a few a few rounds, and then I I have to turn it off because if not, the mouse will go through the window or even worse hmm. through the screen. Um, yeah, Ian, have you been participating in anything this week? Um, not not a great deal. Just touching on um, uh, what's his name? Harry. I'm looking at him. Um, speaking about Ted Lasso, it just reminds us of last podcast. One show that I didn't mention was dream team how good was dream team you know how we're on about with favorite mm-hmm. um football dream team harchester united the dragons I, I and sky one it. i think i think i was at uni when it was on and obviously we didn't have sky in your uni dorm mm. um so never watched it and there was no Does such thing as sticks. <laughs> there's no such thing as catch up or recording Unless you had a VHS tape um, back then, like there wasn't like a DVR like we have nowadays. Well, there was, but only in the US. Like TVOs were just starting to come out, so you couldn't just like series link something. That definitely didn't exist. You had to get your um, what were they called? One was... plus codes out the TV times, and you put it in this yeah. massive remote, and then it would record oh, magically. Record it. It was, it's magic. I, don't, I still don't know how that works. You put a code into a remote control. And it tells you and records what you want and cuts out the adverts and overrun. If it, yeah, magic. Anyway, uh, we're showing more age here. Uh, Harry's like, <laughs> what are you even talking I'm about? Like, I don't know what you're talking about. Video Plus. That's what it was called. Video Plus. So you, instead of setting like a start and end time on your video recorder to record whatever it is you wanted to watch and set it to the right channel, you put like a six digit code into the video machine and it would just know I've got to go on this channel at this time. This is when the adverts are coming on. And if it runs over, I'll know that and I'll record a bit more for it as well. Um, 
Because believe it or not, Head TV shows time. did run. Oh, that te- that technology really, that when you it. think about yeah. it, even though it was on a VHS <laughs> yeah. taste, is unreal. Uh, but it back is. to your, your original question, I watched that Gladiators documentary on Netflix. That was kind of good. I saw the first two of those. That's the other thing I've been watching as well. Yeah. Um, I have to say, we were spoilt with the UK Gladiators. My my first two crushes, Lightning and uh, I think it was Vogue was the other one. Um, the sh- I was going. I was going to swear, but I'm not allowed. But they are elite compared to the American Gladiators. But it was actually a really like a really interesting watch. Um, yeah, find out how it actually started, and then then what what ended up happening, and um, what else have I been watching? Total, um, total junk that first episode, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, just like <laughs> she has some form, wrap it around you, and run into this bloke who's built like a tank. See what Basically. happens. Oh, look, um, broke my leg. Of course you have. Anyway. What else have I been watching? No, not a lot. I've been watching. Uh, um, I've been watching the news to find out uh, that uh, whoever that presenter was, it was Hugh like, Dunnett. You wait, aye, Hugh You just wait for it. But I mean, won't go into too much because it's a bit controversial. You know what I mean? Everything's allegedly, I suppose. By the sun. Yeah, that's true. That I think that's one thing that scum is out by the parents. Oh, enough money's came up. Bang, give it to them. Yep. Bastards. That's the one thing I say because I deserve it. Well, we'll move on before we get done for any liable <laughs> yeah. content. It's been a good run. We made it into double figures. Yeah, we made it into 10 figures. Well, we could say 11 because I got it wrong. Um, but we will move on to today's topics. Today's topics for this episode, episode 10 of Canny Chatter are Newcastle United. We're going to talk about pre-season, what, we're, what we want to see from pre-season um, and what we're expecting from a lot of the games that are coming up in pre-season. Um, Scranny Chatter, I think, is a good one this week. We're going to be talking about our last meal. Um, if we were on death row and we were offered our last meal, what would we pick? And then for non-NUFC, we're going to be talking... Last week we did specifically football TV shows. We're going to move over to just TV shows as a whole and just go down memory lane and, and talk about some old school stuff. So if that's your cup of tea, grab a couple of drinks... Grab a couple of bags of crisps or whatever it is you like to indulge in. Sit down, get comfy, and we'll get started. Um, boys, pre-season, as we're recording, is in two days in terms of the friendlies. We play Gateshead and this coming Saturday. Um, I do want to say... Everyone else. It's Thursday, isn't it? Is it? It's not on Saturday. I was just being facetious. Oh, right. Okay, he's going back to his thing again. Jesus, I'm going to be man. very petulant about this. Going oh forward. yeah, is that really? Oh, get that I, I do. I do want to say before we get into this, I think it's a. I don't know if they do this every year, but the whole Newcastle not taking any of the ticket money, not taking any of the streaming money for the Gateshead stuff, and it's all going to Gateshead. I think it's a nice touch. Yeah, I wouldn't have thought Mike Ashley would be the type of person to do that. So yeah, that's good for them because we sort that out pretty quick. If I if I remember rightly, it's. Uh, I mean, the Gateshead International Stadium isn't the biggest stadium in the world, um, but to see that full, before we get started on this, a story that my granddad used to be the official club photographer for Gateshead Football Club way um. back, like I'm talking like in the, maybe the 50s and 60s, maybe even, you know, around that time. Um, and I've seen photos that he had and that stadium never got more than five people in it at a time, judging from the <laughs> pictures that I saw. So um, mm. it'll be good to see it full. Even, um, I used to go and see the International Athletics a few years, like when I was a kid, my granny used to take us and um, never really got that full, never really that many people in there, but you saw some 
you know, Linford Christie and all that back in the day to where they would go before the Olympics. It was decent. Um, but pre-season, Ian, we'll, we'll come to you first, mate. Um, let's start with player performances. Who are you looking to get a... We hope we get a little bit of a tune-out of this pre-season because if you remember last season, Miggy, I think you got eight goals pre-season. And that's and set quite a few assists as well. And a few assists as well. And that just set him up for the season coming. So who do you want to replicate that this season? You know what it is? As much as I, I'm not a huge fan of him, I, I really want St. Maximum to do well. I want him to to take the form that Miggy had and use Miggy as an example. Yes, yeah, see, again, by saying that, the, I was going to say you against sort of lower level opposition. You are for the Gateshead game, but then you play Rangers, who are yeah. an established European well, it, side. It's a testimonial, though, yeah, isn't it? So it might be, yeah. Rangers, yeah. Um, you've then got three Premier League teams. I think it's, is it Chelsea, Villa, Chelsea. Villa and Brighton? Wolves, isn't it? It's definitely Fulham's Brighton. Out as well. In the, in the US, it. Villa and Brighton. Brighton. Villa and Brighton, I definitely know, but I, it's, it's Chelsea. It's Chelsea, Chelsea, the, yeah, in, Chelsea as well, yeah. Um, then you've got obviously the the Salah Cup, which we might get into as well. Um, so yeah, I'd like to, <laughs> I mean, get on to get on to. Um, so yeah, I'd like to see Saint Maximum perform, and and he's obviously he's come up under again a lot of not criticism, but there's a lot of questions whether his futures here, given the links with Harvey Barnes, given how well Gordon's done in um, in the yeah. European Championship. So there is a lot of competition. Um, for his place and it's a case of I said this in the group chat like rather than send out Instagram messages and cryptic clues and just get your head down work on your game and and put performances in and training on the pitch that's exactly what the likes of Jacob Murphy Joe Linton Almiron even Emil Kraft um, before he got injured that's what they were doing and like I said again in the group chat they were so at some points in that season, undroppable. Um, mm. So really like to see it from him. Um, trying to think of it. I mean, everyone else really last season had a really solid season. So you would just expect more of the same. Um, yeah. I'd like to see Anthony Gordon just continue his form from, yeah, the, from uh, the youth Euros or under 23 Euros. Um, the lads touched on it on Monday how because he's been playing in the competition, he's already at a, a level of fitness, so he's he's yeah. possibly ahead of of players in his position. Obviously, he'll have that little rest and then come back mm-hmm. maybe later in preseason. But um, just more of the same from from last season was particularly Miggy as well. Um, seeing how how good he was and obviously carried carried that form into sort of the, the first part of the season. Um, yeah. Trying to think, I think it's. Probably, definitely the Gateshead game is going to be too early for the, the likes of Tonali. I know, I think a lot of people said that there was Bruno, Joe Linton and possibly him return yeah. to the squad today. So be interesting to see. But in terms of even the likes of Harrison Ashby, like we've not, not seen yeah. any of him mm. really. Um, uh, but definitely in the first game, obviously it's against national, I think national premier, whatever it's called now. National League. National yeah, League, yeah. yeah. Um, you would expect um to do a have a fairly solid performance against that level, no disrespect to them. Um and just to see sort of what fringe players, the likes of Jamal Lewis, Matt Matt Target, who didn't get much game time sort of in uh, the last half of the season. Nice to see them get some games under the belt and, and sort of ha- have a bit of form before 
going in. But obviously, pre season is difficult because you'll we've got obviously Tonali that we've brought in. Um, I'll be interested to see who else we bring in and how they sort of integrate in the squad and and what the setup is. Be interesting to see if there's any changes in formation. Personally, I think you will just stick with that four three three. But given that there's the the Champions League this season, we might have to change formation depending on opponent, um, depending on if there's any yeah. injury. So be be interesting to see if there's any any changes in formation. Could look at maybe four two three one, uh, four four two. But yeah, just be interesting to see what you what you think goes around with. Joe, um, last preseason. There was a few of the youngsters getting games. I think uh, was it Bonswell was was getting a few games in the uh, in the left back position, which is a position that a lot of people think that we need strengthening in. Um, also, obviously, you know, Lewis Miley got his professional contract uh, towards the end of this season, just gone. Would you like to see an impact from those sort of players? I'm also thinking maybe you know Garan Kual, who was out on loan, mm. didn't do too well, but he hasn't went back out on loan yet. Do you think he's going to feature? Like, what would you like to see from the youth when it comes to this uh, this preseason? I think it's almost inevitable that we're going to see them in higher capacity, given the amount of competitions we're now in. Obviously, Champions League, Premier League, both domestic cups. You've got to think that there are some prime opportunities for some of these lads to really make a good impression. Um, yeah, it's like the lads you just mentioned, the the fullback situations are very interesting because when you think about it, take the right back position for instance. Obviously, Trippier uh, will be starting every Premier League game that he can, likely every Champions League game as well. But you can't rely on him for every single game, every single competition. Yeah. And what could potentially be a sixty-game season? You're going to need those backups. So who have we got, right? Uh, well, Kraft's out, still injured. He's not even able to start preseason yet. Mm-hmm. Mankio, is he even going he's to be He's been told he here? can go. Can, yeah, I was going to say. Exactly. He's been told he can leave, yeah. Now, Ashby's an interesting one. Uh, I really want to see, and we will see this, a mixture of teams that will probably be close to those he'll use in different competitions. Yeah. When he, you know, we... we I mean, even left back, for instance, is he going to continue with Dan Byrne? Or are we going to look at the likes of Target and these young lads coming in? Will Jamal Lewis, like you said before, will he get that opportunity? I would like to hope that we have uh, made improvements in their game whilst they've been away from the team that they can come in now and make a big impact. Whether that happens or not, obviously time will tell. It's it's be it was a weird season last season because we had a lot of we had a lot of injuries and they never seemed to subside across the whole season. There was rarely a time when we had a fully fit squad. I think mm. I'm not even sure I can think of a time when we had everyone fit. It was almost like as one was coming back, another one dropped off. Yeah, it? it was almost like a revolving door, yeah. wasn't it? Mm. and it it was very difficult to see exactly where Eddie Howe um, was going to go with uh, with the team at times. So. I think this is a really good opportunity to, I mean, obviously it's a good opportunity to reset, recalibrate and see where where everything lies for each position. The the left wing position is also really interesting. I mean, Ian just mentioned about St. Maximin. It was well, almost getting a bit overloaded in that position. You know, you've got mm. Gordon who has 21 championship and seems to be in a really good vein of form. His confidence 
is um, seems to be skyrocketing. His fitness will improve, but again, he's not really cemented a place in that team yet. What position is he going to play? Who knows? Um, and could it be an opportunity for St. Maximin to potentially go over onto the right wing? Would Tienum do it? Yes. He played there a few times. I was really impressed by it. Arguably better on the right, to be honest. I honestly, Agreed. I mean, I'm, I'm not, yeah, I would never say, I'm not want to say that um, I know more than Eddie Howe because he's obviously saving him on the left-hand side. But you'd, I'm looking at it, looking at the right side right now, I mean, as much as I do love Miggy and uh, Murphy, the idea of them two leading that line on the right-hand side going into what is a monumental season for against tough competition, I'm not confident that that's sustainable. If we can bring the likes of St. Maxman out on the right-hand side, that'd be, um, I think that'd be very exciting. Well, I think you've got to look at Joe Linton. Joe Linton probably isn't going to play as much in the centre midfield now we've brought in Tenali. He's going to be on that left-hand side a lot more. That's it, yeah. I mean, he was on, on the left side a lot anyway. So, you know, you've got Joe Linton on the left. If Even you Willick? want to play... He's, Isak. If, will he play Wilson up front? Will he continue to play him in the centre and play Isak like left wing? That's another conundrum. Or, well... I don't know if it's I much of a conundrum not. because what well, you I, I, I don't either. I really, as much as Isak has performed some wonders on the wings, you've got mm. to think that for the future, the future of the football club is Isak down the middle. We know this. That's, so, that's the one thing that Eddie Howe hasn't quite yet found, and that is how to play Callum Wilson mm-hmm. and Isak together on the pitch at the same time. And once he finds that and he unlocks that potential, think that's where you'll think, okay, we are now a complete squad in terms of we know everywhere. We can play multiple tactics when it comes to these players. Um, yeah, I, I just think that maybe we need to... This is what you'll probably use pre-season for, is to to experiment a bit with those two. Play them, you know, as two, maybe as two up front. Play the Isak on the left or Isak on the right, because he remember he was on the right against... Uh, was it Palace in the Cup where he got that assist? I want to uh, Southampton. Southampton, Southampton, it was in the cup, yeah, yeah, and yeah, and one of the... he drifts absolutely, yeah. I mean, he was on, on the on the left hand side for that um, assist against Everton. I think one thing that I really admire about Eddie Howe is his ability to change things up mid game and to yep. see things as they are and and to uh, be brave in real time. And I think we'll probably see that quite a lot this season. Uh, as football fans, we do get quite hung up a lot of the time on who's the best eleven and where is this rigid, uh, almost like have like a rigid team in place. This is our best eleven. Yeah, but it seems that we're not well, at least not yet that uh, that style of squad. So maybe it's just a case of we do keep it flexible, but we do need to see more of certain players in certain positions uh, excelling yeah. a little bit. Well, you just have to look at a team, and I'm not comparing us to Man City yet, but you just going to look at Man City. They don't have a best 11. They have a, a squad of 22 to 25 players that when one doesn't play, the other one fits in, and you don't really notice much difference in that team. Yeah, maybe it's, you know, one or two positions, but the majority of that team, like, you know, Jack Grealish doesn't play, that's fine. You play, you know, well, not anymore, but Gundogan, or you play someone else to play there. Foden. You know, uh, Forden, you know, De Bruyne. De Bruyne doesn't play. Oh, uh... Plenty of options in the middle of the of the, of the team. Um, you know, you just need. Yeah, I mean, you could literally, players, yeah, right? literally name the whole squad. And and like and... you say, it's it's like a carousel. Versatile, like versatility will be exactly what he's looking for. Because we're mm-hmm. saying here, 
that you're going to play Wils- um Once he plays Wilson and Isaac, then possibly that's perfect and we can go forward with that. But with the competition that we've got coming up, I cannot see a game where they do play together. He probably just wants mm. to play Wilson one game, Isaac another, because, I mean, why would you play two players that, I mean, Isaac was out for a long time because he had a bruised thigh and Wilson's made a plasticine. So, like, you wouldn't want to play probably two players who are so valuable to the club at the same time, especially with, like you said, what could be a 60-game season. But with, with what we saw last season, though, we know Eddie Howe is very particular and given allowing people to keep their spot if they perform well. You just have to look at, you know, well, not even last season, the season before when Bruno first came in, couldn't get a game to begin with because that midfield three of John, Joe Shelby, Joe Willock and Joe Linton were doing so well, he couldn't break them up. And then you've also, uh, sorry, it was Sean Longstaff, wasn't it? Or was it Shelby? I can't remember. Two no, seasons Shelby, ago now. Shelby yeah, would have been. Shelby, and same, yeah. with, same with Botman. I mean, it took Matt Target getting injured for him to move Dan Byrne across to that left back so Botman could get a game at the start of the season because I think Botman was going to get drip-fed in, but we were performing so well at the start of that season that he wasn't getting... It was the first look. game, wasn't it? It was, it, was, it was Forrest, yeah. It was Forrest you could, you could see it, that sure. kind of coming through, oh, yeah. kind of where Botman's going to be like, okay, this is coming through. And it could be the same with Tenali. I mean, if he starts the season with the same midfield three that we've seen all last season, or the majority of last season... Um, Tonali could be on the bench for the first few games of the season. Um, but if he gets heavy, though, like I think if he gets be heavy, smiling. Well, in, when, when, when will he be smiling? Can um, he smile? Can he, wants, he smile? He leave. No, he's, well, he's got baby teeth, don't he? Have you seen his teeth? And when the leaves? Like, no, no. no, honestly, no. how look at his teeth? They're tiny. Honestly, tiny, tiny. Look like sweet corn. Like Does the white. the second part. No, you know how no, honestly, the teeth down the little. It's kind of like yeah. that. Yeah, like he's got no teeth. That's why I didn't smile, probably. Like, um, yeah, him. maybe that's why. Maybe I mean, nice. he's got beautiful hair and a beautiful face, so just rock it, man. Get your teeth out. Do um, you think he's got a beautiful face? Get your teeth oh, out. Get your, oh, say it. Newcastle, Newcastle, he's got a beautiful face, man. Leave him alone. Beautiful, oh, beautiful ha- man. So, Harry, um, are you going to any of the preseason games? Uh, I am. Have I'm you got tickets for have you got tickets for the yeah. Salah Cup or have you have you decided against that one yet? I'm camping with my girlfriend. Oh. oh. And I really, 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 really don't want to. She can't hear mm. us because she's drying her hair at the minute, like, so I might have to shout a bit louder. Just try and drop the hint in there. Um, no, I really want to go camping, but then I have to put it on that weekend. Uh, I think I'll be able to catch the final, the last, uh, the Sunday possibly, mm. um, the last few games. Um, but no, I'm going to Rangers, which should be fun. Um, yeah. The problem that we've got is we're trying to do it on a budget, so we've decided to get into Scotland at one o'clock and then travel back the next day at half five in the morning with no hotel. So we'll see how that goes. Um, I'll send your recommendations for places to go. Well, I'll probably, I'll probably keep these all updated and seeing if I can even get to those places. If I'm there at <laughs> one o'clock until four thirty, five thirty in the morning, I think I might cry, but we'll try and power through. But um, no, I hope I hope it's good. I'd just like to touch quickly as well um, on kind of what we've been talking about there, because he is going. We're going to have to experiment. I don't think he can just. He's not daft. We know he's not daft now. He's put, he's never been in a situation though where he's got four competitions to think about. Mm-hmm. So the formation will change. I think that's without a doubt. It's going to have to in one preseason game. He's going to have to figure out different ways of doing things because we still don't have the depth 
if we get injured, we could be screwed completely throughout all of them. If we get further and further in, and then there's more load on the players and things like that. I know you're saying you might not want to change the like we'll go for midfield three, for example. Yeah. You might not want to change it because you like them keeping the spot. You might gain the kind of respect from the players and ensure the loyalty of the players by kind of almost competition, tying them almost. Obviously, unless it makes more sense to play Tenali against a certain team. But also, like, your Premier League starter, if we've got a Champions League game coming up, like, on the on the Wednesday, um, and that'll be probably a clever way you could do it. Um, you never know as well. Maxi might become the next Joe Linton, start playing left-back, because we still have not signed the left-back, and I've got a bit of a twitchy bum about it. Um but it's only the 13th of July, man. Don't worry. No, I know, I know, I know. But, you know, when you just read and read and read, then it's like, Newcastle can't do anything unless... I think, well, yeah, I think what know. makes it worse is that the likes of Liverpool, Spurs have got a few in, Chelsea have... Like, the teams that are, are what we are trying to be in and around, all of them are improving already. I get... Don't, like, bashes are here. Or anything, but I get like they'll have a lot more money, they'll have a lot less stringent F- FFP rules, things like that. But I think that's like people don't look into it that much, they just take it as face value. Like, oh, well, Spurs have signed James Madison, oh, well, Liverpool have got McAllister and, I, 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 and someone else. Thing. Like, I try not to be bothered by it. Like, people are saying, I don't be bothered about Madison going to Spurs, he was outrageously priced, like, kind of contract and wage that he needed. Fair enough, but when you see, I mean, we're being linked with. Loads of players, but when you've got links Everyone. with Madison, Sabozlai, like those two were massive for a long time. Mm. They were daily. It was Newcastle, Newcastle, Newcastle. Then it started to be Liverpool event of the race, and and then they disappear. You kind of go shit. But mate, 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 since since the, over, since the takeover, since the takeover, almost every single transfer that we've had has just come out of the blue. Every yeah. single time there's been someone who's been linked yeah. with us, I, I genuinely just dismiss it almost instantly. If it mm. starts getting a bit like a, there's a bit of chatter around it, if there's a bit of like, uh, you know, media um, that comes out, I honestly just switch off because like I say, the re- recent, recent history has shown that the club will just get a deal done. Like, Bruno, Tenali. Um, yeah, I mean, Isak, Gordon. Trivia, all like, of them. Mm. All of them. I, I actually, I can't think. I can't think of a. Yeah, I can't think of. I can't think of a transfer that we've had since the takeover. That's the top of my head. Sort of Chris Wood even was like the night before he signed. Yeah. Uh-huh. I, I, yeah. I genuinely what thought Martin makes... was never was going to come because of how much speculation has been about it. He was. He was. He's this season's Paqueta, wasn't he? Let's be fair. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. What I was saying in the uh, the members chat today, which, by the way, has been an absolute blast for those that are listening. I've really, really enjoyed the crack there. And you can be part of that for um, becoming a member for just two ninety nine a month. Yep, and honestly, it's it's literally money well spent because I've had the best time in that group chat today. Um, it's been really, really fun. But I, we were just mentioning before, how... Before you start there, Ian, if you are a member, we have opened yes. a new group chat. So if you're wondering why Ian soaked about all these comments and the one that you're in is quiet, that's because there's a new link. If you go on your YouTube uh, community channel, there'll be a post from Chris from a few days ago with a new link. Click that link. It'll take you straight into Telegram, into the new room, and, and away you go. Sorry. There you go, Ian. I just had to put that out there because we've only got 84 people signed up and there's 120 in the last one. So there's a few people who don't know. I'm guessing people are on holiday, so... Fine. Um, it was also a really good plug for that as well. So you're welcome. And uh, what we were saying is, with like 
transfer windows I used to really enjoy, I used to be excited with like who we're going to get. Now, because of how much of a, a spectacle Sky Sports make it, and that that what's he called, Cave uh, Solicar, whatever he's called, oh, can get him out. and him, and I cannot stand Melissa Reddy either. Her voice is is the worst, and Dom is a Domish chef or the other one. I just cannot stand them. I can't stand Jim White. Anyways, and all the ITK <laughs> accounts that like just like oh. very much like Joe, like me, me brother sends us like. Um, like screenshots of stuff from Twitter, like oh, we're in talks of this. I genuinely believe none of it because the likelihood is ninety percent of it isn't true. Just sit quietly, just wait until we sign someone, then get excited about it. Like, like I had me wait a live. Yeah, like I had me who upset on that Diaby. Like, but it looks like he's off to Villa, which I think is probably a one that we should have went for. But yeah, um, that's another story. But yeah, it's. it's I don't enjoy transfer windows. So, when it goes to Villa, right? I know. Yeah, like you were saying in the the store, um, the group chat, Pau Torres as well as is, is someone that we should have looked at. I brought Pau Torres up in a previous episode of Canny Chatter as a, as a defender we should have looked at. Um, so Unai Emery, you're welcome. You could say that about anyone that you've yeah. fair. Um, does anyone have any anything else want to add about preseason? Obviously, it's starting. We've got the US tour. Obviously, it's a long way to go. What are people's thoughts on that US tour? Is it is it something that if they show it on TV, you'll watch it, or do you think it's more of an yeah. exhibition for the Americans to just get them interested? I think in I think it's just a, football. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's a continuation the... of getting the brand up. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna exactly, see yeah, exactly that. What I don't like, so I get that it's it's like the Premier League thing, but what and I, I like I get tours and stuff like that, but. What I don't like is how we're playing like three Premier League teams. I get it's a Premier League like tour mm. and it's it's showcasing the Premier League teams. But in pre-season, I much prefer to play like teams that you would never really come up against. Or like yeah. if, we did that in we went... 2019 as well, didn't we? we did, there was like the Asia Cup. We played Wolves, I remember. And yeah. that Cup, yeah. had like the Asian it was like Asian Sports Direct. Yeah. Um I so so for me, I, I much prefer uh, no, it wouldn't have been. It wouldn't have been sports. No, direct, nobody knew it, what it was, but it looked it was, like the sports direct logo. It was yeah. red and blue. It was sauce. Yeah. It was the same colours as sports direct. Um, that just reminded us when we were in Europe last time. There used to be in a sport around, which I've come to realise is is the European version of uh, sports direct. But yeah, I much I would much prefer to like fair enough play the. The uh, Gatehead game, I think that'll be like a, a good spectacle. Um, I'm off to that with Joey and my dad on Saturday. Um, I like the idea of the Seller Cup as well. They kind of did something similar where they played like the two split squads on the Friday and then the Saturday. I like that that idea and getting like decent European teams coming in. But if you're going to go for a two, I like put up against like just like American teams would would have been good to see like. Mm. Because in like three months' time, I'm going to be watching Newcastle versus Chelsea. The first game of the season is Newcastle versus Villa. So, I suppose the counter argument to that though is that preseason is the time for you to get match fit and match ready. Yeah, and you want yeah. to be playing those Opposition, on your level. That'll test you, yeah. I remember, uh, I remember yeah, what was it? Twenty? Uh, it was like two or three years ago. We played York. I mean, I think it was because of COVID, mind. But yeah, we were playing like York behind closed doors. One of Bruce's and... first seasons, wasn't it? Oh, that's when I went in the uh, in the minibus, didn't we? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I, I'm and, down in the minibus. Yeah, and you can't think that's 
well, well preparing you. Is anybody surprised we're not after Saudi? Or the Middle mm. East? Maybe it's not just Saudi. Like, is there not like a noon cup that we can go to Dubai for and play in the noon yeah. cup or something? Might be too hot. Might be too might be too hot for the players. It's too hot, break. yeah. It'll be the winter break. No, we did we did Master the Sean Longstaff in Saudi Arabian Sun in summer. <laughs> Wait, yeah. that's why Eddie Howe when he cannot remember when we trained in Dubai and he had like the oversized hat. That like the oh, Matty Longstaff yeah. just hid yeah. and yeah. hid underneath yeah. the peak. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think we'll probably mm. see that maybe he's in seasons to come. We'll go to Saudi mm. Arabia and but by the way things are going, Saudi Arabia, it might as well just be them playing the likes of Chelsea because they're just buying. I was going to say they've got yeah. good quality now that they're bringing in. Well, some teams. I don't know if you saw the clip of Steven, oh. Steven Gerrard doing training when there's a guy <laughs> on the sideline. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the players on the tab on the sideline is a bit funny, but um, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll we'll not talk about that. Um, let's move on. Uh, I think preseason is going to be fun. I think. I'm glad that a lot of the games are on some form of streaming platform, whether you pay your 10 quid to get said to stream it at the weekend, or I think the Rangers games on both NUFC and Rangers yeah. TV. So that'll be good. And I'm, and I'm assuming the Premier League one will be on, on Sky something. Sports. I think it is. Yeah. So yeah, that'll all be good. Something like that. No, I'm sure, I'm sure, Sky, sure Sky Sports. They will, they will be acceptable, Harry. That's the main thing. You yeah. will be able to watch it if you really want to. Uh, let's, let's leave it at that. Um, let's move on to Scranny Chatter. So, as I mentioned earlier, it is Death Row Last Meals. Uh, we try to keep it nice and, uh, you know, not morbid at all here on Canny Chatter, but uh, there we go. We are talking about our last meals before we face the chair, or is it an, an injection now? What do they do? Do they put a ball? Uh, I think they do, they do the injection. They watch yeah. Steve Bruce's football for 90 minutes. <laughs> oh, then you just kill yourself. You don't. They don't have to do anything for you. Yeah, you just... as, as it's not even ninety minutes. Just watch the team line up come up on the screen. You'd be like, ah, that's enough. I'm done. So, Ian, we'll come yes. to you first, mate. As we always do with Scranny Chatter, because this is this is your topic. This is your you this always come up with dojo. these ones. Although I think I came up with this death row meal one. But anyway, I'll let you let you start with it. Um, we're going to do it in three courses. We're going to do. Starter, main, and dessert, and then obviously a drink as well. We You're are not taking, we're what, not what? taking any cues from off menu, uh, which is the you podcast that do this. Oh no, that was that was going to be my criteria oh, is well. that you you get a starter, main, dessert, and then a, a drink. A drink. Do you have a, I do have so, a question about it? I do have a question about it before we start. Go oh, on, then, do you only watch YouTube and it's like death row meals and all this like that? Are we just sticking basic and being like typical starter, typical main, typical dessert? I uh, so you, you you so you couldn't like yeah so you couldn't have like say for example uh, yeah like a pizza for me would be a main or like a burger and chips would be a main. You couldn't then have that as a starter. As a starter, if, like a, a family bo- bonus bucket or something. Me starter. Yeah, you yeah you you'd like that. So the starter would be like a, a starter that you've had in a restaurant that you've really enjoyed or. Something we'll take it. in That's that fine. vein, if that makes sense. Cool. Well, Ian, first of all, you start on it. You know what it is. I wish I. It definitely was me that came up with this because I, in like instantly after the last canny chatter, just had a light bulb moment and posted it in. Harry put glasses on. I have. Yeah. Huh? Look very, f- very fetching in them, mate. Very I'm fetching. Thank you very, very much. Very fetching. I'll take that. 
Um, Seamus is only audio only. only. I know. Yeah, yeah. Those so listeners, listeners, you are, you are missing a right treat here. Um, he's, he's got his beard. He's got his new hair. And the members chat for you. All right. I do have receding hairline though. Oh, we'll we'll, we'll put a picture of Harry's head online one time this season. It might not be this picture, but it'll be a picture of Harry's face <laughs> online at some point. Already uh, sorry, Ian. Let's go. <laughs> which one it'll be. Um, starter. Right, so two starters that I've had in my life that immediately... In fact, no, there's three. One of them's just popped in my head. So Lola Jeans did these things. It was buffalo chicken spring rolls. Um, so it was like shredded chicken with like your, your usual spring roll filling like your vegetables, but with a buffalo sauce in it. They were absolutely unreal and they served it with ranch as a dipping sauce, but they discontinued them and I'm absolutely good because they were my favorite things to eat at Lola Jeans. Um so that could that's one option. Other one, if I'm going posh, is pansy had scallops. I had them, can't remember well when. But I was watching, was it Hell's Kitchen? Yeah, I was watching Hell's Kitchen because they always cook them on there. And I was like, well, I'll try one. Absolutely unbelievable. And then the other one I went to, can't remember where I went, um, but they did a, a haggis scotch egg. And I did, oh. I've never, never ever had haggis before. Um, so I, was, I wasn't, like, wasn't known what I was expecting. I thought it was good. For some reason, I thought it was going to be like, like, um, oaty as a texture because I'm sure I read that it has oats in it, but it was like just so meaty, and the the egg inside was like runny yolk, and it was absolutely unbelievable. If I had to pick one of those, <laughs> I don't think I can. It's a hard question. Well, there you go. There's your start. I mean, you have to. Egg. You're gonna get killed tomorrow. Pick one now. They're literally holding a gun to your head. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go with the buffalo chicken spring rolls because they they were like. Oh, oh, just so unbelievable. And the other two, like before I get convicted, like I could have scallops and that scotch egg <laughs> before I get sent to prison. Whereas these spring rolls have been discontinued, so I can't. So that would be me start at me main. Um, this is like the hardest set of questions I've ever been asked, and like I've done like exams to be like a debt advisor before. And you came up with it. I know. I should have really prepared more. You know what it is. I'm gonna. Nah. I was. Why don't we I go wouldn't... around? Do I go around and have a start? Like do start. I actually will and... do that. That's much. That's a better idea, and it gives let's people time to think. Oh, go on then, Joe. As you uh, come up with that idea, let let's hear your start. Enough. My start. You don't have one. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Just can't be naming three and picking a random one. Just one. No, no, no. Uh, right. I was. I would have to have. Mowgli's chat bombs. I've mentioned Mowgli before to you lads. It's um it's Indian Street Food Restaurant, originated in Liverpool. It's the one in Manchester, more... I think. Is, is the one in Manchester now? Yeah. It's, it's it's in like a little building. Does it look like um sorry to completely cut you off? Does it look like right. like it's like golden? I think it's like an animal. Yes, it's got ropes and stuff, like yeah. decor. Yeah. Hello. It look, looked Wait, really good. How did that open? Two in the morning, something. <laughs> <laughs> Swinging a there's one, there's one in Glasgow. I go, go, um, before you leave. Um, no, actually, there is one in Edinburgh. But no, no, uh, it's a Indian street food restaurant. Absolutely beautiful. There's one down in London that just opened up. But if you get a chance to go, go. Um, anyway, the they sell these, um, these chat bombs, these yogurt chat bombs, and they are absolutely 
incredible. There's like, I think you get about four or five of them in a dish, and they literally just you you have one and it just melts in your mouth completely, and it is it's sweet. It's just beautiful. I would have those in a heartbeat. It would nice. be mine. And the nice oh, thing is, is that because there's like four or five of them, you can kind of take your time. So oh, you're on the impression that the longer you take, you're prolonging the um the the inevitable at the end. Is that, <laughs> is that is not that how it works? You... And we just do that because it's it's always the night before. They give you it the night before, and then you 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 do it's in the morning. So I mean, you're just depriving yourself of your last good night's sleep. I would say mm. before you're forever sleep. Ooh, um, <laughs> Jesus Harry. Christ. you said you said you said it's not going to get too dark um yeah i'm gonna be dead boring and just go chicken wings um slim chickens um i tried for the first time and their chicken wings oh just get on us like dead nice um like plain crispy not like dry um and then you get the ranch dip and the spicy barbecue dip. Don't mix them, but put one on each side and just away you go. Happy days. Honestly, I have become such a chicken fanatic recently. Just any sort of chicken. Boneless chicken, boned chicken, all chicken, the best chicken. I haven't tried black chicken yet, and I really want to try black chicken. Um, anyway, um, black chicken is a thing, apparently. Is that I have not <laughs> no, um, like the inside of it and the bones are black as well. Apparently, the bones of the know. of the chicken. I mean, I'm you can like Google, right like now. yeah, you might as well, like you might yeah. as well double check. But I'm yeah. sure it is. Um, but no, just chicken wings with ranch because ranch is just the best. Garlicky, creamy, just I, honestly. I remember when I got it, I only bought three wings because I was going over to my girlfriend's for food, and I didn't want to like go over like dead full. But I was like, I have to eat before we leave the metal center, otherwise I'll cry. It's um, just I mean, chicken with black feathers. That's black feathers. It's, it's, black. it's all black. It's black. eyes of black. If you're not going cut in half, that you can get anyway. It's got black um, eggs. Harry, do, do you like the hot sauce on your on your chicken wings, mate? Um, well, I know this is your forte. You like the you like the shrink your shrink there. Um, but no, <laughs> I, I I do not like a, a hot sauce. Um, oh. not well. It depends. Hot sauce to me is a bit like a horror. You can kind of put the go hand in hand. If you've got a horror that goes <laughs> every two minutes, um, jump that's scare. A good sound yeah, brilliant. Yeah, that's what I was looking for. A jump scare. Um, yeah, if you've got jump scares constantly, then it makes no sense. You need a bit of a story. Same with spice. If you have something that just goes bang, you need yogurt, milk, ice cream, you need the lot, and to go to a toilet, then what's the point? You need some flava, flava, boom in there to give you a bit of oomph at the end. You know what I mean? But yes, yeah. spice to a certain extent, but not to your extent, because I know, I mean, I'll let you talk about it, but uh, nah, not a chance. Well, yeah, actually, um, I know last week I said I thought my tongue was broken because I got all those hot sauces and I wasn't finding the hot. <laughs> I did try the last dab, which um, they haven't even got a Scoville. <laughs> You've dabbed again on audio. <laughs> um, it's brilliant for anyone listening. That was Ian again dabbing. Um, He's done it again. Yeah, I put a bit too much on. It was, uh, yeah, it did. I found my taste buds again. They 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 they're definitely there. But um, yeah, it's it's but it's nice though. It's it's like a curry flavor. You do get that. You don't just get hit in the face with uh, heat like you uh-huh. do with uh, the bomb. So the bomb, if you ever watch hot ones, is minging. Like it's just it's just pain in a jaw. But anyway, uh, that's 
that's nuts. But yeah, the 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 last dab was quite nice. Um, do you know what? For me, I I do like chicken wings, Harry, and I probably would go for chicken wings. But seems you've picked it, I will go for something else. I'm a simple man, and I'm a big fan of a prawn cocktail. Is a traditional. Oh, never. You know water. what. Yeah. With proper big, massive tiger prawn, yeah, yeah, not shrimps. Well, you have shrimps inside that's mixed in with a sauce, but around the glass or whatever it is you're having them in, you've got oh. these huge, big tiger prawns. But one thing with that, they have to be peeled. I'm not fanning on deshelling and peeling a prawn myself. I've paid do you it. to do that, you do it for us over here. You, every time you get prawns or something. The, the Actually, heads and everything on it. Yeah, you don't want to be spending the last hours of your life these scaling exactly. prawns, do you? Exactly. Um, but yeah, with a nice a nice Thousand Island dressing. Sorry, yes. Suck a prawn's head. Do it. Next time you have a prawn. Suck a prawn's head. Next time you have like a big prawn that you know is fresh and is going to be tasty, suck the head after you de-shell it. It is the nicest meat you can possibly have. And that, I'm I'm not coming in here. I'm not coming here for innuendos or anything like that. Just you got to get up when it's grilled. It's good. Okay. Anyway, I'm um, yeah. I'm yes. not a fan of the ones that you've got to deshell because. So for me thirtieth last year. So if you got as a Stone Island jacket and I was getting the barge in, and we went out. I wore it once to me thirtieth birthday, um, and then the next time I wore it, we went to what was it? Steakhouse, was it some steak? Oh, Tomahawk Steakhouse, mm-hmm. and they had you could get like the the king prawns, and she was like, "Do you want to take your jacket off?" I was like, "No, no, I'm playing. I'm, I'm fine." They come and obviously garlic butter. But this is this is what I was. This is what she said. Um, and first prawn done no bother. Second prawn cracked it. The garlic oil and butter went all over me. Oh. And it's it's stained it like I kind of get the stains out. Tried vanish, tried um, nail polish remover, tried everything. It's it's like it's very. I'd leave you. Don't you pour you pour red wine on it, don't you? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But you know what it is. We're like we're going to go out for like drinks afterwards, and Mm -hmm. I was just covered in oil, and you could proper see it, and it just ruined the whole date night. So. Um, she hasn't forgive us for that. It like it's still on there, but very, very. It's white jacket as well, so it's like should have. You should have sucked the head. Should have sucked the head. And it probably say I thought suck on the head, it would have exploded even more. But suck the dry pressure build up. You know the, the only thing I don't like about peeling the pr- well, another thing I don't like about peeling the prawn is that the black poo line that you have to get yeah. out. I don't know if you if you know, that's that's what again, a myth. I, no, it's, it's there. It it's definitely it, that there. Is the, that's like the the intestine bit. So you've got to get that out. Yeah, mm. like the um, prawns so colostomy bag. Do that for me when you're making the meal, because I'm not fanning around peeling and deep shitting prawns. <laughs> um, but yeah, prawn cocktail for me um, with a lot of thousand island dressing. Maybe it's a little bit of cucumber, but I'm not a fan of lettuce and all that in the, in there. Just give us more prawns and shrimps, and then maybe a small little bit of bread just to. Mop up it's thousand and Is that just made Yeah, it's pretty, yeah, pretty much the same thing. Yeah. Same thing, yeah. But I'm common and I call it Thousand Island because that's what they sell it in the Jaws in Tesco's and uh, anywhere else. Um, Ian, we'll yes. come back to you, mate, for your last main meal. 
had time to think about it, and I've narrowed you it down. You can only have one. You can only have one. I've narrowed it down to two, so it would have been my mum's Christmas dinner, cause the simply just for the gravy, because the gravy is absolutely unbelievable. Is like it, it? Yeah, go on. You're going to make on the night before you know you're going to pass and die. You're going to make your mother slave over a hot stove and cook you a Christmas dinner. It's a bit well, harsh, isn't it? Um, Add to the flavour. Is that is that what you're thinking there? I mean, you're a bit too much fun with a Scott. We're assuming <laughs> that she, we're assuming that she hasn't popped her clogs yet, like because I'm assuming right. death row. It would be like, like life sentence, and then you. Oh no, you don't with death row, do you? Like you. No, that's not, that's the whole yeah. point of it. Yeah, it's kind of the whole yeah, point, isn't it? it. Um, aye, but so there's, there was two Christmas dinners she ruined. She burnt a gravy last year, and it was really, really thin because usually it's like vegetable soup, and she like cooks it with like all the like the turkey stock with the um, like parsnips, carrots, and, and it's absolutely unbelievable. She could literally bottle it and sell it. It's that good. Um, Sophie came around for Christmas dinner last last year, and I like proper bigged it up, and she had like burnt the gravy somehow, and you could taste it, and I was just like. And it was really watery. And then one time she put the, because she does chestnut stuffing, you put nut, nutmeg in there with the chestnut mm-hmm. stuffing. And she put um, cinnamon in and ruined Christmas. So um, for that reason, I have opted for a fat, fat hippo burger. So fat hippo burger, you get two patties covered in cheese. You get a slice of chorizo. And then fat hippo sauce, um, and then I'd pair that with some dirty fries, which is effectively just chips with the fat hippo sauce and bacon bits on it. And that is that's absolutely unbelievable, like so so good. I would have went with a Lola jeans, but I went Lola jeans for me starter, so I'm going fat hippo burger for me, um, for me main. I've never been to fat hippo. It's uh, it's always one that I've always wanted to go to, but it's been. It's ever it's ever closed because it it never used to open like through the day, did it? Yeah, like an evening thing. The thing is, like um, four o'clock it opens. Yeah, um, so I've never, uh, I've never really, um, I've never really been, but I've always wanted to, and I think they had a down the quayside didn't have like a um, got a, a food stand truck, or a store. Yeah. yeah, food truck. Yeah, I remember that. Um, okay, but we went. Uh, so, there was so me. What condiments would you have your fat? Oh, your fat, uh, your fat hippo burger. Oh, so you wouldn't just have a burger, would you? You would have. Yeah, the way the dirty fries, so the dirty fries oh, okay. come and it's like the sauce and the bacon bits are loaded on top of that. But I'd get an extra an extra carton of that and I'd get the ranch sauce. But we all went um before the was it the last game? Last game of the no, sorry, not the was it the last home game of the season? Yeah, it was. We was all went and went um and had a, a jolly good time. So it would remind us of that as well. So I'd die at least with a smile on my face, knowing that it brought back nice memories. No, Scott was there in spirit. In spirit, he was. I was. Um, Joe, mate, we'll come to you. I'm between. I'm between two. Um, I'm between either the fattest pulled pork burrito you could possibly have because you get a lot of everything in there. But I'm going to have to stick with the Indian theme. You know, I'm going to have to go with a uh, lamb tikka balti. With mm. coconut rice, Peshwari naan, mango chutney, um, and yeah, that's I think that's got to be that. That's probably one of my favourite meals. 
It's pretty pretty, pretty simple, but um, I just think that there's just so much so much flavor in it. I just absolutely love it, and I think I'd be remiss if I didn't get to try it one last time. Um, where from though? I don't know. What's your favorite? I we'll kind of talk about this, but where's your favorite Indian in Newcastle? South Shields, <laughs> nice. not Newcastle. <laughs> the one well, behind Central Station on the corner. I can't remember the name of it. That one's good. Um, just down from the, you know, so you know, you know, you've got Central and you go behind Central Station, and you've got the police mm. station on the corner, and on the opposite corner of the police station, there's a small uh, Indian restaurant yeah. there. I think it begins with an S. I think maybe Shillers, Band- something like that. Mm. It's been, it, I mean, it's been six years since I've obviously been, but uh, I think it's still yeah. there. It's, it's definitely, definitely still there. It's a very good, one. Oh, like a very good Indian hill. restaurant there. Yeah, yeah, the top of the very, the top of the hill. Yeah. Mm. Chikara's and Whitley Bay is really nice as well. You did say Newcastle. Indian fan. Dolshan in Timeoff. If you've ever been there, I've actually been to that yet. No, I've not made it. That's really, really nice. I was on about that in the group chat today as well, the members chat. Honestly, it's just been talking about... You're loving that chat, aren't you? It's, it's been great. We've been, we've covered I've, 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 been dip, I've been dipping in recently. Um, we covered everything today from pet peeves, um, nipple lists. So, oh, if, you, if you go back, there's a Fucking story white. someone put in of the mate and basically one of his mate's friends... No, yeah, one of his mate's workmates girlfriend's sister basically had her nipples stolen it's 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 we've covered a lot of bases today but that's the standout oh. it's honestly go by there's a like a screenshot of the text <laughs> story. Read, the, read the story it's absolutely hilarious it is good Too have you read it uh yeah it was it, it was somewhere else i don't know if it was someone from the member chat but i think it was on uh it was on the twatmosphere as well all uh, right yeah we've got round mm. well harry We'll come to you for your favourite main. So you've had was chicken wings to start. Yeah. What do you and have after chicken wings? I'm just gonna. Uh, do I keep it fair or do I break the rules? I'll break the rules. Oh, um, I'm whoa, having whoa. a mixed grill, and I'm also having a seafood platter. Um, my mixed grill is going to have a filler on, not a rum. Get in the bin. It's going to have two Cumberland sausages on it. Uh, a pork chop can get out there. Um, we're going to have a full chicken, um, plain, uh, with medium Nando sauce on the side. Order uh, the medium. We're going to have, <laughs> we're gonna have uh, loads of coleslaw on there and like chips, but like triple cooked chips, like the ones where it's like butter, butter, mush inside, like lovely, like crispy, crispy, crispy mush. Um, gravy, get the gravy on it, peppercorn sauce, the lot. My seafood platter is also going to be everything. You're going to have shrimps. You're going to have um, salmon. You're going to have whelks. You're going to have cockles. You're going to have mussels. You're going to have uh, squid. You're going to have octopus or octopi. You're going to have, you're going to have indigestion by the sounds of you're it. Have, well, that's fine. I'll leave him with a gassy smell to remember as well. It's going to be a big clean-up job when he gets uh, killed hey. at the end of it. When I, mean, when I go on a rigor mortis and I go like tens up and everything, everything's going to come out of us. And be, like, if you've seen South Park brilliant. and you know what happens when you die, uh-huh. it'd be fantastic. Everything just oh, man. I'll tell you what, the, the prison chefs will keel over before you do the amount you're giving them. They'll take one look at this. Oh, who the fuck's this kid? Well, I, I did that wrong. The court got it wrong. And then they realized, but they're like, oh, it's too late now. He's, oh, he's have you got a backstory? 
Yeah, he's booked in for tomorrow, so like they're going to be like, well, we can't really go back on everything that was said in the papers about him. That was so horrific, and he's not going to live a normal life, so the only thing we can really do is still top him off. Um, but yeah, let's see if you plant a brown bread, butter, and crab, dressed crab. So you've got like the brown meat, and you've also got the white meat, and oh, some claws as well, throw them in there. Um, and that's me done. I mean, it's only small, like, so it's hey, you haven't asked for much, do you, Jesus? No, nah, absolutely not, but yeah, that's what I'd go for. Nice. Nice, and nice and humble. <laughs> nice. Well, um, mine's quite similar to yours, Harry, but it isn't a mixed grill in the traditional sense. I would go for an American barbecue platter. Oh, so nice, shows. nice. You've got your ribs, you've got your brisket, you've got your bit of pulled pork, you get a little bit of chicken as well. Uh, you know, maybe take a bit of a cooked chicken. Uh, burnt ends, hundred percent need to be scattered and burnt ends, bacon everywhere. But I'd go for that in a surf and turf style. So I would also have a full, again, already peeled, already deshelled, whatever, lobster tail, butterfly oh. in in butter. Um, sides, I would go for a little bit of cornbread, a um, little bit of barbecue chicken poppers. I would go for some cheese curds. I, I think we talked about these the other, the other week where that's just deep fried cheese. Uh, in little balls, outstanding. And uh, you've got to have mac and cheese, so I'd also have some mac and cheese with some blowtorch melted cheese and bacon on the top. Bacon bits. Um, mm. And then, obviously, I would just have every hot sauce as condiment to just put on however much I wanted. Scott, so um, when are we going on a date? Because we seem like we could get on really well with our food. <laughs> Funny enough, Harry, in two weeks' time, there's a new barbecue place opened in town, and, and me and Stacey are going... So if you can get yourself a flight over, I'll ditch Stacey and you can come with us. <laughs> get in. See you later, Stacey. <laughs> is there, there's a place down the quayside which is quite good. Is it? Is it Tom? Is it Longhorns or Tomahawks or something? Rio, Rio, Rio do Rio, yeah. Steak, but then there's like Rio above it, and then there's a Rio in Jasmine. Rio's is, it, where is that the one next to the Quilt of the Camel? Or oh, below the Quilt of the Camel? There's a, there's a one on the quayside. I'm sure. Oh, there used to be, which was, was a really good barbecue place in Newcastle. Again, it's been six years, so I, I don't know if it's uh I saw like that old I saw like the old lady on Titanic, don't I? It's been <laughs> six years. <laughs> um but yeah that was really but yeah American barbecue. I remember just to go on a tangent when I the job I was the job I'm in at the moment when I started a new position, I went over to the US to train and it was when Apple did one of their um keynotes Obviously, we work with Apple quite a lot. So um, one of the lads does this American barbecue stuff all the time. And has competitions. He does all the stuff. And he brought in for this keynote, we all watched it, just everything that you can imagine. Everything that I just went through and more. And, uh, yeah, I was in the element because it was in the middle of Eau Claire, Wisconsin. And they don't have barbecue places there. So people do their own. Um, yeah, a lot of smoked meats, a lot of barbecue, a lot of pull it apart pork butt very nice um ian it's time for what some people would argue is the best meal of a three-course meal and some people would argue is the worst meal of a three-course meal we're talking about desserts or sweets um some people don't have sweet tooths what are you going for when it comes oh, to your dessert i am ultimate sweet tooth just touching on the barbecue um completely forgot i watched the second series on netflix of american barbecue showdown Got all the way through it. So he's like, oh, well, do you not want to watch it with me? So I've waited for about three weeks and just hasn't watched any episodes. So I'm still yet to see who wins. So um, I love that show. It's like 
it's like British Bake Off, but with American barbecue, so it's so much better. Also love Man vs. Food as well. I've got them all on series link. Anyways, I digress. Desserts, again, I had one that was just in my head until I mentioned the story about me me splashing me jacket because the night was kind of saved. So me dessert would have been tiramisu. It's not for everyone's taste, but I absolutely adore tiramisu. It's just no. unreal. Um, I don't but... like the consistency of tiramisu. It's like eating cement. What I'd it? imagine cement. Is like, I would imagine it's <laughs> no, cement. No, it's like. beautiful. I went it's, to a it's soft. It the other day. Yeah, I, I, I like it. I like it. Mm. Yep. Mm. So, like, there was once, like, Sophie was like, oh, she went, because there's a Sainsbury's local around the corner. She was like, oh, do you want anything? I was like, oh, get us a tiramisu. Meaning the one that Harry was on, like, the full... And she only got us like a tiny little pot as a cyst. But anyways, so at Tomahawk, there was this, I, I don't know what it was called, but it was served, looked like it was served on like a cracked open rock shell thing. It was very fancy. Um, but basically it was this like ball of chocolate. And inside it, I think, yeah, inside it was like, um, sure it was vanilla and something ice cream, but it had like, a butterscotch sauce that you pour on, obviously when it's hot. So when you pour it, the chocolate melts. And then I think it was, I think it was called the tomahawk bomb. And um, so if you if you want to go and research it, literally just go on the menu, look at the tomahawk bomb. But I'm like a sucker for like salted caramel, like toffee, like butterscotch. I love all of that. It gives diabetes, like. Um, and it had like cinder toffee as well. I'm sure that was on there. And it was just the most tasty dessert I've ever had. So that would top off my um, my my pudding because it was like ridiculously rich and really, really sweet. And I ended up like drinking because I still had some of the toffee sauce left over. I just drank it out of the little jug it came in. Cause it was oh, like, you should. Nice. Well, while we're on right. it, Ian, we'll end yes. with your drink as well because I think you can pair the dessert and drink up together. Um, so what would be your drink throughout this entire meal? Well... Yeah, we'll go. So if, if it was to accompany just that dessert, I would go an espresso martini because they're really nice. But for the meal in general, I don't mm. really like drinking alcohol with meals, like especially big, heavy meals. So I'd go for my ultimate favorite soft drink, which is Lilt, which is now Fanta grapefruit and whatever it is. I'm just calling it Lilt. It'll always be Lilt. It's an absolute elite drink that I think is so underrated. It's just so refreshing, especially if it's like being in the fridge or you get like a big glass with ice in. It's just the best. So I'd be, my thirst would be quenched. My sweet tooth would be savoured and I'd die a happy man. You can get in the bin with ice like I should never belong in any drink. How ice. Oh. Ice. What? I, no. How you, do you, had a, you have a nice cider with a no, I, ice no, in no, the only thing I'd have ice in, the only thing I've ever had ice in would be like whiskey on its own in rum on its own. On the rocks. However, if I, yeah, but if I can, I'd rather have uh, whiskey stones um, because ice dilutes. Uh, I've got whiskey stones. They're good. Yeah, ice dilutes. And also, um, if you get it like from like Matty's Nash, like you should see the ice machines. When I used to work in hospitality, um, the ice machines were an absolute pig trough, like horrible. Don't get washed. I mean, you try and wash them, but it's just they're just disgusting. Like, um, you, yeah, get rid of your ice. Also, get bang for your buck at Mac. He's where you used to anyway, because now they just press a button annoyingly. But obviously, if you've got ice and it takes up more space, yeah. so you get less drink. 
But if you take your ice out, you get more. But now at McDonald's, I just press like the large button, so you get the same amount anyway. So it's pointless. But I sorry, shove your ice. Isn't here, large this large is the same as medium though? Because medium's shorter, but it's a bit fatter. Whereas the large one's taller but skinnier, so it's the same volume. Someone did a science. I saw thing. it. I did see. Do you know what, I, think it's you know what I always always got me? And sorry, we're going off from tangent. I don't know if anyone's been to America or been to a McDonald's or a fast food place in America. When you order a drink, they don't they don't pour it for you. You just get a cup, and then you the do in over the middle, here now. you go and you do it, you Wait, do it yourself. Odeon, so why Odeon does anyone buy a similar. large? Why would we just buy a small? Fill it up, drink it, and then go back because you can just yeah. go back and fill up as much as you want. So why would you ever buy five like a large drink on a system? Well, five guys chips don't ever buy anything bigger than a small. I think I told yeah. you this when we oh, went yeah. in London yeah. because they fill mm-hmm. that bag with chips. You're getting an extra large. No you get the what. brown bag is the, the order of chips, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. Um, Joe, mate, your dessert mm-hmm. and drink of choice for your last meal before you go on death row. My lass's mom's homemade sticky toffee pudding. I didn't know where that was going. The best. <laughs> With homemade caramel sauce. Oh, wow. It is truly an absolute beautiful dessert. Couldn't ask for any more. It is fantastic. Do you have the dates in it? You have to. Uh, yes. Yes. Uh-huh. Well, Maybe. what do you mean? Like, not chunky, but like, but like, I mean, pulse. Like, What's it? Yeah. Is, it, is, it what, yeah. is that what they're uh, called? It's pulse? Like pulse. Would I say that? Pulse. Oh, yeah. Yes. And I would pair that with my favorite beer of all time. I'm going the opposite to Ian. So I think I mentioned this in one of the past episodes. In Bruce, if you go That's down fun. this alleyway, Grey film. If you go down this uh, alleyway, there's an unassuming little door and you go through and there's this really, really cute old pub and they have their house beer, the Degar beer. It's called, the place is called Degar. Um, It's so, well, it's 11%. It's a triple Belgian uh, IPA and they actually only let, the funny thing is, they only let you have three beers per person uh, per sitting when you go there because obviously oh. they're really strong but they it, it's great because they go and they give you like cheeses and meats and stuff and it's it's a really nice place if you ever in Bruges go to Degas phenomenal but I would yeah I'd know I'd pair my uh, I'd pair my meal with that beautiful triple triple Belgian would you have more than three true well if I'm gonna be there the next morning fuck yeah I couldn't give You're a shit smashed. about that <laughs> <laughs> Harry, mate, dessert and drink. Um, How about it? Fruit platter, watermelon, mango, pomegranate seeds, dragon fruit, um, papaya, and mm, yeah, definitely fruit platter. I'm not a massive sweet tooth person. And no, it's not because I'm diabetic. Um, I am diabetic, but that's not because I am diabetic. Um, so sweet tooth, not really my thing. I was gonna say sticky toy pudding in fairness. Um, I was gonna say my sticky toy pudding to be controversial. Um, I stole it from where I worked and it was sensational. And with a bit of the with a bit of the with a bit of the air has a spice in it. Um, it's dead tasty. Um, but no, I don't want to know what has a spice is. 
just a bit of love, just a bit of Harry, Harry love. Um, no, yeah, and then um, I think I'll be just a fruit platter, dead simple. I'm trying to think if I miss out any fruits that I really like. So that lip, that literally would be the oh, last lychees. thing you've ever eat, eat and it's going to be yes, fruit. Lychees. Have you had lychees before? Top lychees. with Harry's love. With my love, yeah. Lychees are He's on love. fantastic. They're like fish eyes, but the taste like perfume. I'm really selling them, but that's what they are. They're like fish eyes, but they taste like perfume, but they are so nice. If you haven't had lychees before, have some okay. lychees. Like a slimy palm of eyelid. It, yeah, pretty much. It's exactly what it is in in a spiky mm. ball. It really um, is selling it. Anyway, um, I mean, I'm sure if it comes, people say if it comes in a spiky ball, then you shouldn't really open the spiky ball. Um, but yeah, conkers. How do you get conkers? No, but I'm saying you don't eat conkers, though, do you, Ian? Oh, I just thought you meant in general. You shouldn't open a no. spiky ball. No, nah, just things that you, you eat inside. Um, but no, aren't they eat. horse chestnuts? What conkers? Yeah, is that not what a horse chestnut? Yeah. Is that a horse chestnut? Yeah. Is it? Which is essentially mm-hmm. what, yeah, so that's chestnut stuffing. It's what you so have in your, um, in your already... sprouts, isn't that, in it? Pancetta, chestnut, yeah. and uh, yeah, a bit yeah. of chopped pancetta, yeah. Beautiful. Um, and then drink. I yeah, what drink are you going for? Yeah, I think I mean, we all know it's gotta what be, it would be. Got to be a uh, gallon yeah. of Guinness, right? Nitro yeah, no, surged. No, what? No, I'm joking, it is. Um, <laughs> but it has to be in a tulip glass. Because any other type of glass is in the bin, like a proper old school Guinness glass. The ones with the harp on are horrific because they create bubbles in the harp if you're being really pedantic and it screws with your head. So you just want like a clear glass on the inside, proper temperature. Um, yeah, a Guinness, I think that and, and poured properly and probably just from the Guinness factory because you can't really get much better, can you? You'd probably ask them to pour to so you could pour it yourself, would you? I'd imagine. Right. I probably asked for a keg, and then tomorrow try and pour myself out of a keg. A keg, a bottle of gas, and a top, please, and I'll. Uh... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. I'll have at it. Excellent. Be fantastic. Yeah. Well, my dessert would be. I'm a huge fan of lemon meringue pie, so I would be with the biggest wedge of meringue on the top and the tangiest lemon. Yeah, and then obviously the the buttery biscuit base on the bottom. Um, yeah, That's lemon meringue pie with a. With a slab of um, a slab of just either vanilla or like a like maybe it's a berry ice cream, just something that's not gonna um, you know break up the lemon and stuff. But yeah, but um, yeah, so that would be that would be my drink, and then for uh, sorry, that would be my dessert for me drink. So I'd never I never really got this whole you know drinking whiskey or bourbon with a meal. But when I was, again, I was in the US and we went out for steaks and we were ordering monkey shoulder and all sorts of different whiskeys and scotches with a with meal, with our steaks. And it complements a, a meat-based or a heavily meat-based meal quite nicely. So if it's my last meal, I'm going all out for the drink and I want a bottle of, it's like a Macallan sherry whiskey. I think it's called Hogshead. It's about five grand a bottle. Oh, well, I'm, having, I'm having one of them bottles, and I'm just having that for the entire <laughs> meal. Because um, why the hell not? If you're going to die the next day, like at least cost someone some money. So, yeah, a five grand bottle of whiskey, please. Um, Pay his uh, money. And a, and, and a glass. Um, 
Yeah, I'll have that. Yeah, but it's in the US, so it's the US taxpayers' money. Mm. So why the hell not? Mm. Yeah. So that is our death row meals. Just just before we move on, so I got this idea from when I started out, like my, my place of work now. Like no one talked, so I just canny chatted a load of drivel to them and I asked people what their death row would be. And there was this guy that spent about 20 minutes explaining what he would have and essentially what he would have as a Sam Booker's 395 special. I was thinking like, I was thinking like out of all the food in all of the world and it's going to be the last time you ever eat and that's going to be your last meal. I just thought it was very, very sad. One thing I've always thought with the last meal, they give you it the night before. Do you not have breakfast in the morning? Is that? You mustn't do. That's awful. Well, I only realised... Breakfast so, is lethal injection. Speaking of breakfast, <laughs> a, wedding, a wedding breakfast, I was just like, eh, but a wedding breakfast is, means that it's the first meal of the, the married life. That's why it's called a wedding breakfast. But I genuinely thought, because I've only been to two weddings, three weddings in my life, and I'm like, oh, what are you having for the wedding breakfast? I was like, oh, uh, maybe it's a sausage sandwich or something. And we're like, what? And But, yeah. So, anyways, we'll oh, move on. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we will well, move on. You learn something new every day, don't you? Yeah, I mean, every day is a school day. It is. So, um, yeah. And you're never too always, old to learn. Always learning. Podcast is nothing but educational. Always learning. Yeah. Well, it it's is. something. It is something. Right, we will move on to our final topic, um, which is our non-NUFC-based talk. Um, and this is about TV shows. Not so much that we watch as a kid, but favourite TV shows from our past or growing up, uh, shall we say. Um we already touched on a couple of them uh, throughout the day. I think, you know, Ian, you talk about Dream Team. That's obviously a, a show growing up. I touched on Pimp My Ride. I loved the exhibit, American Pimp My yeah. Ride. And the Tim West one, for two reasons, can get in the bin. One, because it was awful. And two, <laughs> they did steal some of my music on one of those shows. No way. Um, yeah, I'm not going to talk too much about it. But basically, I'm watching an episode. I'm like, I know this song. I was like, hang on a minute, that's my song. And yeah, um, okay, and I've tried, I've tried buying the episode on Amazon because they've got them to buy it. It was cost us three quid. And when they've released it to sell, they've changed the entire soundtrack of the, of the whole thing. So obviously on TV, you don't pay royalties anyway. Um, so yeah, so the exhibit Pimp My Ride for me was one of my most favorite shows when I was growing up um, to the point where like, I used to always think, okay, I want a car like that. I want to buy a really cheap Honda Civic and then just drop 40 grand on it and have like fish screens tank. and screens, <laughs> yeah, screens in the headrests <laughs> and like um, a fish tank or a, or a DJ deck in the boot. Um, but a I did see there was a, cleaner. there's a, I think it's a documentary on YouTube that someone did about the cars of Pit My Ride. And it turns out they didn't do anything to the engine on those cars. So although they cosmetically looked outstanding, they were still bangers. They were still wouldn't run like they would do. I think there was only one show where I think the exhibit's like, this is the worst car we've ever seen. And he rings some guy and the guy just delivers a brand new like Hyundai yeah. car. And he's like, there you go. We're going to just give you a brand new car. So obviously that one's fine. But a lot of them, yeah, I think they had to sign waivers saying that they wouldn't sell the cars for five years. But the problem was, because it had so much stuff in it, that no one could afford the insurance. Mm. So it, they, they just had these cars that were just rotted and just were never used. 
Um, a lot of it broke very, very quickly because they rushed the job for the producers uh, of the show. Um, so yeah, it was it was one of those ones where you you kind of think, okay, that was a good show growing up, but when you look into it, it was maybe it was a bit dodgy. Um, so yeah, Pimp My Ride's one of my favourites. Uh, we'll uh, we'll open the floor to anybody else. Depends what era you're talking about here, man. Because growing like, up, growing up, like oh, fuck, I'm, still, I'm still doing just, that. Um, just throughout time. Okay, throughout time, we're going to start in the beginning. Uh, Thomas the Tank Engine. Oh, I love Thomas the Tank Engine, man. I, oh, honestly, I apparently used to like sing the theme tune out all the time and stuff. Also, Heartbeat. Weirdly enough, did did you ever watch Heartbeat? That was a staple I, of my weekend. I'd go in a bath Sunday on a Sunday night, night yeah. and it, it well, would, my mum night. would watch it. And then, but it, it came on, I'm sure it was on like ITV4. And when I lived with my mum and dad, like when my dad retired and my mum got in from uh, like a lunchtime job, literally they just watched Heartbeat. I was thinking, you sad cases. <laughs> like, it has to be, it has to be Nick Berry Heartbeat. Once he left and they kept doing the show, like in the bin. Nick Berry mm. heartbeat, yeah. Claude Greengrass. Another one I should remember. Did you ever watch? Uh, did you watch the Bill as well? No. Yeah. I never watched that. Oh, yeah. so the, the old Bill before it went. Uh, not, I think it was like the changes, like nine PM, and they tried to make it more like dark and gritty, and it just mm. kind of went a bit shy after that. But no, pre Bill, old Bill was great. Bill, love that Bill. Um, Bill. Cartoons, cartoons. Or I'm just gonna rattle loads off. Um, Recess, Courage the Cowardly Dog. Uh, SpongeBob. Uh, I watch. I would watch SpongeBob to this day. SpongeBob one of the great shows of all time. Absolute elite, elite. Uh, Fairly Odd Parents. Uh, kids. Oh, what they're called? Um, something. Uh, something. Kids Next Door. Can't remember. Um, Drake and Josh. As I was getting a bit older, we're gonna go. We're gonna go a little bit further along in time here. Drake and Josh. Did you watch that? Yeah, yep. he ended up. He ended up. Yeah. Scott Oh, Drake. I Drake ended up. He's had a bit of a yeah. check. Uh, he's had a bit of a check in time of it, hasn't he? he? Only talk about cartoons. Or is oh, this yeah. just like kids? Right, sorry. Kids uh, basically, one thing of is I'm looking at I'm looking at this I'm I'm picturing the sky um, yeah. sort of sky channels and I'm going down from like Cartoon Network, Nickelodeon, um and all that. So I'm Keenan just picturing it in my head. Oh, that was one of my Keenan loved Keenan and Kel. I've never seen Good Burger, you know. It's on uh, it's on Netflix now. It's terrible. Yeah, they're, making, they're making a new one. Yeah, they are, yeah. Yeah. Mm. I'll tell you what, though, growing up, and I probably shouldn't have watched this growing up, but South Park was such a staple of mine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, absolutely. That was, adore, I think I'm actually. a bit older than everyone else yet, So because some of those cartoons that you're talking about, I've never heard of. So I think they're moving Fair. before my time. Did no one used to watch X-Men on a Saturday morning? Nah. No. No? On SMT? Uh, SMT was it SMTV? You used SM- to get X-Men. You used to get... Oh, what else did he get? Was uh, Animaniacs? Uh, I think I'm too oh, old for you. Yeah. What? No, yeah, I don't remember that. Yeah, but the, no, the X Men was yeah. the cartoon because it was just the comic book in a car in the cartoon. Um, mm, I mean, I don't know if anyone ever it. saw Lost. Did anyone watch Lost? Oh, Lost, yeah, I think episodes. I watched it the first. Co- I, I watched it the first couple, few couple of seasons, and I just sort of trailed off for me. I man. took the whole thing out. I watched the whole thing. Uh, I had to. Apparently, that was it. was 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 it a mistake? It was the worst. Apparently. I mean, it, it summed it up. I didn't think it was that bad. It, it kind of, it it summed up what was happening. And yeah, basically it was what everyone thought was happening. Um, 
I mean, I'm going to say I'm not going to spoil it. It has been 20 years since the final. So if you haven't seen it, I think that's your own fault. But uh, <laughs> yeah, Lost hmm. was a stable for my uni days. Like that was, we used to watch that at uni. Like you used to have to download, because you know, it used to be on UK telly, or it was on Sky. So you have to download it, you had to burn it to DVD because there was no such thing as streaming from your computer to a to a to your telly, um, and then put it in your PlayStation and watch it on the PlayStation because um, it had a DVD player in it. Yeah, your dad always had that dodgy mate, didn't he? Came around with the uh, with the book of burnt uh, DVDs. DVDs. Yeah, you, just, mm. you pick which what you want, and you go, like, "That'd be a fiver." They are mate. Cheers, fella. We used to have that, but the guys come on with video, like VHS. It used to be the video man. He used to come around like every two oh, really? weeks. That's you'd open the boot of his car, and he would just have. All the original these, love film. Well, yeah, and it would he would have like these little stickers on the on the um the, the, front uh, the of them. outside. So you would know if like comedy, kids, horror, whatever. They would just have different coloured like little round stickers on them. So like yeah, like yeah. red for horror and green for kid and yellow for whatever and whatever. So yeah, mm. you would you would yeah. snap that little thing on the the VHS so it couldn't then be recorded over. Yep, they, yep same that was. I'll tell you what will be universal for all of us lads will be uh, The Simpsons. Yeah. Yeah. Not new like, stuff. I, I'll tell you what, especially yeah. three, everything up to the, I think everything up to the film. Season uh, 18. I think once it, once it got that, past that, I don't know. Do Mac, you know Mac, what, when Matt Groening left, like you left uh, leave? not long after the film. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he left, didn't he? Like, sometime after the film. I'm not, I've not watched I thought we had. Um, do you know what my pet peeve is? And I know we're not talking about pet peeves, but people who quote The Simpsons in everyday life and expect you, and I don't mind you doing that, but expect you to get the joke. Do you know what I mean? Like they'll say something yeah. that's like... So I mean, niche, there's that many episodes. five billion episodes of The Simpsons. How the yeah. hell do you expect to know one line from one specific show that is relevant to what we're talking? It's like... That's had 8,000 episodes. Exactly. Yeah, similar thing with that is when people when something a world event happens and I was like the Simpsons predicted it and they take some really vague concept that they did and try they and attach it. And it's like in- yeah, no, to be fair, no, I'll give them the dues that they have they have gone very close on quite a few occasions. But there are some times where I'm like, does that reach a little bit? The Donald Trump the president going up the escalator. Yeah. And then there's a video of Trump going up the escalator with the same thing. And it's uh, yeah, that one's pretty decent. Yeah, Family Guy is another show. Loved Family mm. Guy. Loved it. Um, and haven't seen recent ones. It's still it's going. On, uh, it's good. on Disney it's still Plus. Good. Yeah. Uh, I, I watched them other night. It was always like borderline. Yeah. That, see, I, the push the Seth MacFarlane, though, he, yeah, I think he's very prefer, clever in how he does it. Growing like as a kid, you appreciate The Simpsons because it was like sort of juvenile humor, whereas like Family Guy's like adult humor and it's to the bone, which yeah. is like. Yeah. I really, yeah, I really like Family Guy. I like American Dad as well, and um, what was it, the Cleveland show? The the other, the two spin-off shows. Well, one was a spin-off. Yeah, was, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that one. Um, they were the type of things. Like I remember when I like when I was growing up, I was like South Park. I had a South Park post on my wall, and wasn't allowed to watch South Park, so that was a pointless post that <laughs> I have. I just thought, no, I'm going to buy a South Park post from Dalton Park. Cause I'm mint. Oh well, oh. um, and then. Family Guy and um, in between us, I'd always have to turn the volume down dead low. Like I had a massive cube TV, but the problem with the cube TV is the speakers were on the back, so <laughs> it backed up on like kind of like the wall, so it would just go like boom, boom, and I couldn't be able to tell what it's saying. My mum would come in and be like, "What are you watching?" I'm like, 
then she's probably thinking like fucking watching porn or something, but nah. Quick, turn over the porn channel. I'm not watching Family Guy. Yeah, I know. It's like, <laughs> I know what you think, mum. It was a lose-lose situation no matter what, really. I remember, the f- like, f- growing up, so uh, we used to be over Sunday morning, like maybe brother and sister used to go into my mum dad's bedroom. There used to be stuff, I'm sure it was called, I'm sure it's UK TV Gold or Bravo. No, it was UK TV Gold. And it was uh, a show called Mind Your Language, which was basically uh, an English teacher that was teaching English to, like, um, different nationalities. And it, it definitely wouldn't be able to air now because of how, like, I'm not even going to say borderline racist, just how, like, stereotypically racist it is. But there was that, and then on the buses, used to watch that on a Sunday morning. Yeah, buses. Um, they they were, like, like old-school comedies, but, like, me mum and dad yeah. would watch them, so we would watch them. But then, like, growing up as a kid, Keenan and Kel, um, Rocket Power, which was a cartoon, really like that. That was cool. Uh, Recess. I'm trying to think what else. Dream Team on a Sunday night. Um, yeah. Yeah, I loved Arnold. That was really good. I always thought he wore a skirt, but it's not. It's his untucked shirt. Yeah. So that checkered thing. Um, Did you use much Doug? Uh, I didn't like Doug. Why was Doug's friend purple? Yeah, Skeeter. Yeah, why was he purple? Why did his hair flicker? Like, it's so weird, anyway. Um, Ian, Ian, you just reminded me of an absolute classic man, Little Britain. You know what it is? Better than Little Britain was Come Come Fly fly With me. Me. Come and on, someone else. I'm so good that that's been taken off. Um, well, they fell out, haven't they, as well? Oh, have they? What, Marlon is in what? different volumes? Yeah, they fell out big style. Oh, why? I, I don't know, you'll have to ask them. Um, <laughs> I, don't fair, yeah, I, mean, I mean, I mean, both of them, both of them will have a hell of a lot of dirt on each other. Like they have oh, done yeah. some horrific yeah. stuff on TV yeah. and probably oh, behind yeah. the scenes as well. So I mean, I mean I'd, I'd just fall out and leave it at that. We can't we can't mention this without mentioning shooting stars and the smell of Reeves and Mortimer and anything that Dick Reeves and Bob Mortimer have ever done because it's all amazing. Even even the 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 show they did where they were the ghost hunters, Randall and Hopkirk, um, which was a remake, but yeah. Um, shooting stars is one of the funniest things you'll ever watch. It's just hilarious. Even to the day I watch clips from shooting stars. Matt Lucas is in that as well. He plays a, a baby. The, the, uh, George, George is Dawes. it George Dawes? Yes. What's the score? George George, George, oh, Marjorie Dawes. If he, uh, you know, you know, when, she, it, she was little in Britain? Little Britain. Yeah. He was the, the, the fast Yeah. A Saturday, Saturdays used to be the best. So like used to watch soccer. AM. And then you used to yep. watch the Soccer Saturday. Then of an evening, you'd watch BBC Grandstand was on. Didn't really watch that. But then John Virgo's Big Break. Oh, was, yep. it, was it John Virgo's Big? Yeah, John Virgo's Big Break. Jim Davidson's um, Big Break, wasn't it? John I'm Virgo sure it was. was on it. It was Jim Davidson who was the presenter. Oh, yes, it was, yeah. Um, then that used to run into Gladiators. Gladiators. Then Blind Date. They were, like, absolute just, like... Staples of growing generation up. generation game. No one's mentioned like kind of growing up. I was like, I love Doctor Who. You mean like, I was literally about to say the same. I was literally about to ask if you've watched like it. No, like original. The original ones were good. So like, but obviously, mm. I think my mum watched it when she was like young. Like when it was like 
proper old school and like all the CGI was done like with like little figurines <laughs> and like smoke and that. Um, what is that? Do you know what I mean? Uh, what's black and white? Um, apart from and where's all of them? I mean, a newspaper. Uh, Sorry. Uh, or to quote Ted Lasso, mm-hmm. uh, and that's been eaten by a lion. Um, but no, um, <laughs> Doctor Who um, is was dead good. Like David Tennant is the absolute one. And I'll tell you something, to go on a little bit there. Um, I went to go to see Doctor Who kind of like at the proms. They did like a tour around the UK with like the orchestra. That was unbelievable. Like dead cool. I think I was like, awesome. oh, I was, the, it was the, actually, it was the, the day that I got my season ticket renewed for the first ever time, and I cried my eyes out because it got renewed, and I didn't expect it to get renewed, like dead wet. Um, and then went there and had like a proper field day. I was like a child again. I was a child, but like seeing like monsters come down the stairs, I was like, Ooh. Do you know what? I, I, I could never get away with the, we'll call it the remake, Doctor Who, the, the new stuff from Chris like... Chris onwards. Yeah, onwards. Because the CGI was just, the CGI was just awful, man. Like yeah, but it's a time though. I'm do, I'm not talking about watching it, it now. I'm talking like when you're watching it, then you're like this CGI is just cr-, and I just couldn't couldn't watch it because was a, of that. There was an episode uh, during the Christopher Eccleston era where I can't remember the name of Rose's boyfriend, but Mickey, he gets replaced by Mickey Eye Eye the Plastic. And I, watched it the other day. I saw a photo of that, and it was like, how the hell did he not realize? How did how did Time Lord not realize this bloke's fake? <laughs> like, it's the most plastic scene. He's literally like reflecting just light off him. It's, I mean, I get who was. It was a running joke that it was a you know on low budget and all the props and that were falling apart and the stuff was bad. But when you go out of your way to do CGI, you've got to do it right, and it just like they didn't even get the mm. lighting. You could see like the outline around whatever it was they were trying to do. Certain green screens and stuff. <laughs> you, you just tell. Mm. So it you know, for me. Um, obviously we have to mention some classics like Only Fools and Horses. Like mm. stuff. Did anyone watch uh, Keeping Up Appearances? With yes, Hyacinth's been lady of the house speaking. Yes, Mrs. <laughs> the, the royal family. Um, royal family. Yes. Um, um, Alvida Saint Pet. Alvida Saint Pet is amazing. Um, Can watch any of these. So some some lesser known ones that are maybe you know around my uni years were uh, Goth Goth Marenghi's Dark Place, which if you haven't seen that it's a Channel Four show you'll get it on Four on Demand, it's outstanding. So that is a comedy set in a, a hospital, but you know like we talk about Doctor Who where it's janky and like the sets are falling apart. They do that on mm. purpose in this. Like you'll see a microphone come down. Like from the heads, oh, like on the recording yeah. all that, and, and it's like it's like a mockumentary. Um, obviously the office, uh, the UK office. I do like the American one as well, but I think the UK office is good. Um, extras is another one that was really good from Ricky Gervais. Um, in fact, all the Ricky Gervais shows have been pretty decent. Uh, yeah. Derek is Derek is outstanding. Derek Afterlife is pretty much a masterpiece, I would say. Uh, it's really good. Uh, Afterlife. He's just very good at making everything like it's like such a comedy but my god i probably cried more than i laughed in every single one of his things wait yeah. derek and uh afterlife they're the proper tear jerk well. derek with the dogs when that when the, when the dog dies he's just oh, like oh my god oh it's the um, worst it's the absolute worst i'm sat there like i think i remember watching that when i first met my girlfriend and i was just like try not to cry but then the worst thing is as soon as one tear drops it's like <laughs> gone floodgates open gone. yeah exactly hmm. that. Did anybody watch One Foot in the Grave? 
Yes, Victor Meldrew. Outstanding. Should I tell you what I haven't mentioned? Mm-hmm. And literally the best thing ever, Father Ted. Well, yeah, Father Ted. Outstanding. Absolutely I was... love Father Ted. Like, I was going to ask, is it is it Crime Watch? Because you look like, for those listening, Ian's lights have gone out. And he looks like, he looks like he's a witness protection. Crime Watch was Ro- an absolute beller of a show. Robot Wars, that was really good as oh, well. Oh. Did you ever, did, oh, honestly, there was a time when me and my mates were like, we're going to build a robot and go into Robot Wars. What was your favourite one? Um, Hypnodisc yeah, or Chaos, Chaos 2. Oh, I'm trying to name of the one. I can picture him now. Craig um, Charles, wasn't it? Craig Charles and Jonathan yeah. Red commentated I mean, on how, it. Yeah. How can we not mention Red Dwarf? That's a show and all. Great. Um, mm. IT, the IT crowd. Yes, oh, that's has great as well. IT crowd is great. I still watch that episode where they go to the a gay Stassel musical Ruth. called Gay. <laughs> And he ends up working behind the counter, <laughs> and the other one pretends to be well, not pretends to be disabled. Yeah, outstanding. That's great. Should I tell so you what good. I've watched? Like, you know how people like bang on about our oh, friends. It's just easy watching. Like, uh, enjoyed friends. Like, it's it, it's if it's on, like, I, I don't flick the channel. Mm. Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah, like, yeah. I, literally every one of the characters in that. Is is my favorite. Like Raymond Holt is just fan. Terry Crews is really funny as well. Yeah. Um. And Jake Pratt, like it's... in the third person. Yeah. Yeah. Tell you what, one of my favorite shows of all time, though. Uh, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Yes, that's still going it on. Is... So I don't think we can count that. I don't think we can count that because it's still on. That's, see, fine. Still... that's fine. Yeah. I'll, I'll leave it. I'll leave. I'll, I'll... The new the new season yes, just always sunny and it's really I'm good. Go, I went to a quiz at the weekend actually on that. Um. Ah, seeing I don't know if this yeah. is still new, but um, do you know, like, well, this is me growing up, but um, do you know, like, Dave, the channel Dave? Yeah. That was yeah. brilliant because you'd go from the storage hunters. You must know who I want mm. about. Have you never oh, seen it before? Yeah. No, you were doing really busy for if I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> I thought no. he was having a stroke. Um, <laughs> but that's what he does. And then also Lizard Lick Towing was also sensational yes was that like, was really like, good we have we have a truck just down the road and we're gonna go pick it up and then they go pick it up and like, i'm coming out with my shotgun you better run up my yard boy <laughs> and then after that it, it was always scripted and it was obviously scripted but it was brilliant absolutely brilliant Dog the bounty is- hunter Ice Road Truckers as well. Yes, Ice Road. Yes. That's class, that, by the way. Ice Road. Like, I actually, like, watch it because you see them advertised all the time on, like, channels that Dave's associated with. Yeah. And my dad, my dad went through a, f- a phase where he watched it. And I was like, what are you doing? I watched an episode. Hmm. Um, ever watch, did you ever watch uh, Raven? That is oh. the show with the, the Scottish bloke, and it was the it kids was... who had to go in the obstacle courses, yeah. and they'd always get absolutely like tanked out before they could with reach the wall. Oh, it was a I mean, we My have to we have to talk about Funhouse. I don't know if that might be before everyone else's time. You watch Funhouse with Pat Shaw? Nah, I think that was just no. before my time. Dom, and Dom in the bungalow. Oh, I'm too old. Nah, I'm that... too old. Too old for Blue that. Blue clues. Blue, yeah. Blues clues. We just got a letter. We just got right a letter. Right when I was a little kid. So another one um, worth mentioning, which you might have all seen, is Boss Selector. Ah, uh, oh, yeah. Selector. I've seen bits. I've seen bits. So it, Too young. I've got tickets to go see Lee Francis at the Tyne Theatre in March next year. He's going to bring it all back and do it all again. Um, again, I think 
think there's an age gap here. It's interesting though, it's really interesting Dave, like hearing everyone's it? different perspectives yeah. there, isn't it? Because we're, it like, we're all slightly yeah, different age. by the bell. Saved with Screech Powers. Another, another one of my yeah. childhood, my first crushes, Kelly Kapowski. Screech Powers has made his own porn movies. Yeah, yeah. He, he I'm sure he killed someone as well, you know. I'm sure he's in prison. No, he's dead. As- <laughs> oh, that might, yeah, that might be. He's dead. Not, not that he's in prison. Uh, anyway, Story of I'm sure, I'm sure. Last one, Story of Tracy Beaker, which hasn't been mentioned, which I think is an absolute honourable mention. Tracy Beaker. Secret World of Alex Mack, where she's a turn into a puddle. Yes. <laughs> Alan, <laughs> Alan Strange as well. Yeah. Tucker, that was on Nickelodeon. It had Seth Green in it. That was really good. Um, What else? Let's just name shows forever. We will, no, we will wrap it up because we've, we've been going for an hour and 45 minutes. So I think it's time that's, to wrap that's a, it up. Yeah, it's about yeah, both full time. That's standard. standard. You're not getting your PS5, unfortunately. I know. I love that. Um, mm. But thanks, everybody, for listening. If you've got a favorite TV show that you had grown up in, in, you know, we didn't mention it. Obviously, we try to mention as much as we can, but there'll always be things that we miss. Uh, do let us know. Uh, in the if you if you remember in the Telegram group chat, if not via the Gallagher Shots Twitter account, um, we will do another one of these in a couple of weeks' time. Uh, but thanks everyone for listening. We I know I said last time we had about eighteen hundred listeners. The last episode surpassed two thousand listeners. Wow! So very much for listening. We didn't think anyone would listen to have no. two thousand of you listening. Is how many people uh, turned up after the third hour was back? Maybe you see, <laughs> look, this is what the yeah, attention look. rate is. Per minute. <laughs> well, we'll we'll check that out and we'll see we'll see what those retention rates are once they hear Harry's voice. Um, but thank you again. Thank you so much for listening. It doesn't mean the world to all of us. Um, and if you want more of this content, uh, like I said, we will do another one in two weeks' time. There is also a lot more content on the Gallagher Shots YouTube and podcast channels. Be sure to subscribe. Be sure to become a member. It's two ninety nine a month. Uh, and if all you really want to do is just give this podcast a rating, then that's all that we ask for. Just go on. On your podcast of choice, Apple or Spotify, and give us a five star rating. And if you want to leave a little review, leave a little review as well. It really helps us get up the charts and get into the ears of other listeners. So uh, thanks, everybody. And also, thanks to my co hosts on this show, Ian, Joe, and Harry. It's nice to get the band back together to get the it original is. voice back. And uh, we'll be back next time for another episode of Canny Chatter. Bye, everyone. Thank you very much. Yes. Sports Social Podcast Network.